openness to life, hospitality at heart. These are some of the themes that suggest themselves through the readings of this Sunday. The woman in the first reading was open to life. She welcomed the prophet into her home, was aware that he was a holy man of God, and set about facilitating his mission. In the gospel, we as disciples of Jesus listen to his words addressed directly to us, telling us how we are to open our lives to him, give him pride of place over family and friends, even to the point of bearing his cross. Our welcome is to be wholehearted, and if we have any doubt as to where we are to exercise this total acceptance of Christ in our lives, we only have to turn to our neighbors, meaning every person we encounter. He who welcomes you welcomes me. Nothing could be clearer. Christ is all around us. He is present in our homes, at work, in our school, and in those who pass us by in the street. And he is present in each and every one of us. In today's second reading, St. Paul adds his voice to the celebration of Christian life. Through baptism, we have entered into the great life of the resurrection. No wonder we cry out with the psalmist in joy, I will sing forever of your love, O Lord. The beautiful story of the Shunammite woman illustrates the fact that God's word find acceptance in people's lives through human agents. Human agents who, are, who have become the instruments that God works through. Alicia may seem to be an, an itinerant preacher, when in reality, he is a prophet of God. It is the woman who detects his mission and makes room for him in her house. Likewise, many a parent makes a space for God in their family life by helping a child learn the words of a prayer and by showing respect for the things of God. In turn, these children will grow and be prophets of God, proclaiming his love and the gospel of Jesus Christ. The gospel emphasizes on emphasis on hospitality is presented in the form of a strange equation. Whoever receives you, receives me. Taken another way, you bring Christ to every person you encounter, or everyone you encounter brings Christ to you. We may find him hidden in the stranger, the outcast of society, the neighbor, the child needing attention, or the sick person. There are many delightful fairy tales of princesses hidden in rags and princes imprisoned in toads. Every child's eyes light up in wonder at the moment when the disguise is dropped 
and the truth is revealed. Openness to wonder, to the mystery of Christ hidden in the other. These qualities are often sadly missing in our lives. In our modern country and lives, the cup of cold water may seem a somewhat dubious sign of Christian charity. Perhaps this is because it does not cost much in the rain-drenched state of Oregon to get water, or when we all seem to have bottles of water chilling in our refrigerators. In a hot, dusty climate, however, a drink of cold water can be life-saving. The attitude of thoughtfulness, the lack of self-interest, these would seem to underline the Christian attitude towards others that Jesus wants us to learn and to live. It is not what is given that counts, but rather the heart with which it is given. A legalistic mathematical mind tends to measure the bare requirement due to the other, often begrudgingly doling out more only when forced to do so. Like Ebenezer Scrooge measuring out coal on a bitterly cold winter's day. This does not make for a happy environment. No wonder that a sub-theme of today's liturgy is joy. Blessed the people, at your name they rejoice all the day, we read in the psalm. The Lord is faithful, merciful, and his kindness is established forever. The open-hearted person is always happy. There is much joy in giving. Cups of cold water may be translated into a letter, a phone call, a smile, a word of appreciation. They cost little, but how the world today is crying out for cups of cold water. Christ is often wounded and struggling when we encounter him in our neighbor. When we make room for our neighbor, we are making a space to encounter God in our lives. The woman of Shunem had a room built on the roof of her house for the prophet so that he might be rested and refreshed for his mission throughout Israel. She made physical space for the holy man of God. Christianity calls on us to make space for Christ and his message in our lives. Where do you find this space? Where do we? Is it in the time that we have to offer? Is it a small part of our income to support the preaching of God's word and the teaching within the church? Or is it a quiet space in my life where I can turn to welcome the indwelling of Christ into my heart. Mary is the model of Christian hospitality. She made a space in her heart for the word, just as she made a space in her womb for his body. She pondered his words in her heart so that gradually her whole life was filled with his presence. May we emulate Mary taking the word into our heart 
and living it and being the face of Christ to every person that we encounter.